请听英语节目。This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm Tomasz Koper, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. Presidential office confirms President Tsai discussed food safety measures with Japan's former prime minister. Taiwan's foreign ministry thanks the UK Parliament for support, and Taiwan's military agrees to extend a deal for maintenance of harpoon missiles. But first, today's top story. The presidential office has confirmed that President Tsai Ing-wen discussed Japan's food safety control measures with former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe in late January. The news on Thursday comes days after Taiwan decided to lift a decade-long ban on food imports from five prefectures in Japan affected by the 2011 Fukushima nuclear disaster. Presidential office spokesperson Javier Chang says Tsai and Abe also talked about Taiwan's possible entry into the CPTPP, a large international free trade area. Japan is a member of the CPTPP. With news of the phone call and the positive response from Abe, Premier Su Jintang said on Friday that Taiwan's government has done the right thing by lifting the ban. In response to the lifting of the ban, opposition lawmakers have raised questions over the capacity of Taiwan's food inspection facilities. Premier Su has responded by saying that the government is working in accordance with scientific evidence and has sufficient inspection capacity. Su says Taiwan has seven radiation testing laboratories. He says altogether they conduct inspections on seven million items a year. Su says all the laboratories have dual certification and meet international standards. He says the laboratories carry out inspections on 20,000 items imported from Japan every year. Taiwan's foreign ministry has thanked the UK Parliament for its support after British lawmakers passed a non-binding resolution to strengthen UK-Taiwan ties. Lawmakers in the House of Commons, which is the lower chamber of the UK's legislature, voted unanimously in favor of the resolution on Thursday. The text of the resolution, put forward by lawmaker Alicia Kearns, notes the importance of UK's relationship with Taiwan. It also calls on the UK government to continue to work towards the strengthening of the UK-Taiwan trade relationship and deepening of security cooperation. Finally, the resolution calls on the UK government to support Taiwan's recognition in the international community. Taiwan's foreign ministry says it is grateful for the show of support by British lawmakers. It says that the UK and Taiwan enjoy close ties, and that the UK has stressed the importance of peace in the Taiwan Strait on numerous occasions. The ministry says it will continue to strengthen cooperation with the UK in the post-pandemic era. It says Taiwan hopes to work with the UK on semiconductor production, supply chain restructuring, strengthening democratic resilience, and countering hybrid threats. Taiwanese military authorities have agreed to extend a deal with the United States for U.S. engineers to maintain Taiwan's harpoon missiles. The new deal will be valid until September 2025 and will cover a new set of coastal missiles set to arrive in Taiwan over the coming years. In 2020, the U.S. Defense Security Cooperation Agency announced that the U.S. would sell a package of weaponry to Taiwan, including up to 100 harpoon coastal defense systems. Taiwan's military already has three different models of harpoon missiles covered by an existing maintenance agreement. Because the existing agreement does not cover the new harpoon missiles, Taiwan defense authorities have agreed to extend the deal until 2025. The time extension means that the total cost of the maintenance deal will increase from 14.1 million U.S. dollars to 40 million U.S. dollars. 
Senior ruling party lawmakers say the government is preparing changes in four areas of law to prepare for potential membership of the CPTPP. Lawmaker Zhang Yunpong of the Democratic Progressive Party says the government is planning changes to the Patent Act, the Copyright Act and the Trademark Act. Zhang says the government will also draft a Digital Communications Act. The CPTPP is a free trade agreement joining a total of 11 countries, including Japan, Canada and Australia. Taiwan submitted a formal application to enter the free trade agreement in September, less than a week after China did the same. Zheng says Taiwan's recent decision to allow food imports from regions affected by the Fukushima nuclear disaster did not mark the start of CPTPP preparations. He says the government has already made changes to nine laws and regulations in preparation to join the agreement. Those include changes to rules for fisheries, pharmaceuticals and cosmetics, pesticides and postal services. DPP lawmaker Lin Jingyi says she hopes Taiwan can join the CPTPP to boost its competitiveness in international markets and open up more opportunities for economic development. Taiwan reported 18 new local cases of COVID-19 on Friday. Health authorities also reported 61 more imported cases among people arriving in Taiwan. There were no deaths reported. Twelve of the new local cases are part of a cluster involving two couples in Kaohsiung City. The cluster has now expanded to include workers at a quarry and their families. Four other local cases are from a variety of sources. One is the mother of a recently confirmed case in the Banqiao district of New Taipei City. Another is the colleague of a previously confirmed case who works at a beverage shop in New Taipei City's Xizhi district. Two more cases are part of a cluster of family members from three different counties who went traveling together over the Lunar New Year. One of those cases is from Kaohsiung City, while the other is from New Taipei City. The final two new local cases are part of a cluster centered around a distribution company based in Taoyuan City. Only two of the new local cases on Friday tested positive while in quarantine. Taiwan also recorded 61 imported cases of COVID-19 on Friday. 32 people tested positive on arrival in Taiwan, while the remaining 29 tested positive in quarantine. They include 11 travelers from the United States, 5 from the Philippines, 4 from Singapore, 3 from Indonesia, 2 from the UK, and 1 each from Australia, Canada, South Korea, Bangladesh, Mexico, France, Vietnam, Germany, the United Arab Emirates, Myanmar, and Brazil. Authorities are still investigating the travel history of 25 travelers. Taiwan appears to have avoided a large spike in COVID-19 cases following the 9-day Lunar New Year holiday. However, experts have different opinions as to whether Taiwan has the potential to coexist with the virus in the long run. Long train journeys during COVID can be a pain with no eating or drinking allowed on board. But what if Taiwan has the potential to live with the virus? Would people be allowed to tuck into a meal like this passenger on the right? Different experts have different views on the matter. Several scientific studies suggest the incubation period of the Omicron variant of COVID is two to three days shorter than the Alpha variant. The infection period has also dropped by nearly 10 days. Most people infected with Omicron either have mild symptoms or no symptoms at all. Therefore, Dr. Chen Xiuxi, an expert in public health, is optimistic about shortening the days required for quarantine and for Taiwan to live with the virus. But taking into account Taiwan's size and population density, Dr. Huang Gaobing, a specialist in infectious diseases, thinks that Taiwan still has a long way to go. 
Huang says Taiwan's economy relies heavily on international trade. He says once a virus enters the country, the chances of the virus spreading is very high. For now, it seems health authorities are happy to watch and wait. But with more and more countries relaxing COVID restrictions, Taiwan could decide to follow suit. Shirley Lin, RTI News. Kiwi Cho, the director of acclaimed Hong Kong protest documentary Revolution of Our Times, met with reporters ahead of the theatrical release of his film in Taiwan later this month. Revolution of Our Times, a documentary on the 2019 pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong, is opening in Taiwanese theaters on February 25th. It has received two Golden Horse Awards for Best Documentary and Audience Choice. Taiwan is currently the only country where the movie is being released in theaters. The director of the movie, Kiwi Cho, met with journalists in the form of a teleconference. He says he is extremely happy and grateful that there is a place like Taiwan where his documentary can be shown freely. Cho says that over the two years of filming, he witnessed both tragedy as well as the greatness of human spirit. Initially, he says he was tormented by strong emotions and nightmares, but found solace in the process of making the film and no longer lives with the feeling of dread. Zhou says he is expecting the worst, but continues to do what needs to be done, which gives him peace. Zhou told reporters a story from his early days at the front lines of the protests. A masked protester demanded to know which station he was working for. He responded that he was one of the directors of Ten Years, a dystopian speculative fiction anthology depicting life in Chinese-run Hong Kong in 2025. The protester approved, having seen the movie, and encouraged Zhou to keep filming. Zhou says that the once progressive city of Hong Kong has now regressed into authoritarianism. He urges Taiwan to take this lesson to heart and cherish the freedoms it enjoys. Tomasz Koper, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm Tomasz Koper. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.